Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Start. So it's time for the podcast of Hope Hour number seven. We had a few technical difficulties, but we've worked through it. So we are going to press on. Whether you're at work, at work in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this special holiday show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can get all the weekly geocache talk goodness. And we're just going to jump right into it. So um, this year, the podcast of Hope select, uh, selected St. Jude's as its charity. Uh, if you'd like to be a part, head on over to our event page, which is events.stjude.org slash geocache talk. And I will put it in the lower third in a moment. Uh, the update for this, uh, where we're at on the tote board, we are at 870. So awesome. Nice. Good. It is. That's a great, uh, a great amount that we have raised so far. It's wonderful. Um, donations uh, again will be through tonight and also through the week. So if you're listening to this during the week and um, you ha- would like to give, then by all means go out to events.stjude.org/geocache/talk for that. Um, all right, holiday movies. So. Um, Susan has, well, let me, let me, let me jump back. Show number, show number 26, hour number seven, Sunday, December 4th. I welcome my wife, Susan and Hi. Jim Paulwitz, AKA Wits End. Wits End. My buddy up in the Northwest. I love listening to cash or listen, actually watching Cashing in the Northwest. So welcome to hour number seven of the special podcast of hope. Hey, it's, it's nice. really an honor to be here. It's nice yeah. to meet you, Jim. You too. And I noticed in the chat already, Josh Slinkard says, hey, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I heard you say that you already watched a Thanksgiving movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Yeah, we started our holiday season with that movie. Well, I watch a different movie (laughs) for Thanksgiving. I watch Miracle on 34th Street. Oh, it's also an excellent movie. Yes. Because it starts with the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And then it it goes through the holiday. And so to me, that's like the perfect starting mm-hmm. video for Christmas season. And far less irreverent than planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> Although I do remember seeing that many years ago, and I do remember laughing. So yeah. Now, are you a purist to watch the old black and white footage only, or do you watch the colorized versions? Or My version happens to be colorized. Purist as far as I will watch the original Miracle on 34th Street. I will not watch the remakes because... Yeah. They just don't hold a candle to the original. Yeah. The remakes with the other, uh, with uh, years later when they had uh, other people on. Edmund yeah. Gwen is Santa Claus. That's yeah. just, that's who Santa is to me. Right. So. Yeah. With rare exceptions, remakes just aren't never as good as the first one. And usually number two or number three isn't as good as the original either. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's her favorite to start with. What is the movie that you like to end the whole season with? And then we'll start talking about each movie. So, 
Well, my favorite one to end the the um, whole season whole season with has got to be "It's a Wonderful Life," and um, we have a friend this year. I'm so excited who's never seen it, so we'll be able to indoctrinate him with um, "It's a Wonderful Life." But that has the song "Old Lang Syne" in it. I mean, it's the perfect mm-hmm. right before New Year's that's movie. True. So, that's true. That's true. It's a perfect true. end. So to yeah. me, that's the bookends are "Miracle on 34th Street" and "It's a Wonderful cool. Life." And then um, Susan's going to tell us about a little bit about the Hallmark formula, and then we will start about the, the, the talking about different <laughs> movies. So, what is the Hallmark formula? Okay, and, well, and what is the deal with Hallmark movies? Hallmark now has two different TV stations. One is your regular Hallmark channel, and one is called Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Oh my! And so you have your choice this Christmas season over whether you want to watch the usual rom-coms, which are found on the Hallmark channel, right? or if you like a little drama mixed in, and those are found on movies and mysteries. The rom-com drum? Yes, the oh, rom-com yes. drums. So, hey, that's pretty good. I got that. Um, nice. Basically, I would say that Hallmark movies compared to classic movies are kind of like um, Santa Baby compared to... <laughs> A Christmas Carol. I, I mean, a, a really good Christmas Carol that has lyrics rich in theology. Okay. You know, Santa Baby might be kind of entertaining or catchy, yeah, it's catchy but, but it's not going to move your heart like Joy to the World. So sort of like Hallmark. These Hallmark and movies so Hallmark fun. movies to me... You know, you're getting ready for the day, making the bed. Maybe you're wrapping Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. You want something on that's Christmassy, but you don't necessarily have to pay attention to it because it's kind of moving slowly, so you can come in and out and still know where everything is. And what's the formula? The formula is this movie starts. Everything is perfect Christmas-wise. If our house looked like a, mm-hmm. a Hallmark movie... <laughs> yep. I mean, every Hallmark movie has a Christmas tree lighting. You can just count on it. But there, somewhere along the line, there is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, your main character has lost their Christmas spirit for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Then there's some problem that arises midway through. Maybe someone's losing a job. They're, they're having to decide whether to move away from home and get a new job. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a problem with... A love of some sort, mm-hmm. you know. And then, all of a sudden, in the last <laughs> 10, minutes ten minutes of the movie, everything is resolved. There yeah. is a happy ending. It doesn't matter what the horrible trauma was. Yep. Everything fits perfectly. Awesome. Well, so, that's, that's it, yeah. I always I always tell, uh, I, if I walk in and uh, ask Susan, is it been resolved? And she says, it will be in 10 minutes. So yeah. don't worry. <laughs> It'll all work itself out. Yeah. So, uh, so Jim, t- um, let's start with you as far as uh, I, I categories. The first section we're going to look at is traditional. And yes. there's different ways to categorize, I understand. But what is your feeling about these traditional movies in this first section? Uh, we start with uh, actually the, one of the first ones I put on the list. And there's thousands of these Christmas movies. So I, I, obviously I couldn't do an exhaustive list. I put quite a few in there. You did, yeah. Thanks. Uh, and you yeah. covered quite a few I've never seen, so I'm going to have to go back and check some of these out. Yeah, me good. too. So we'll start with, and we're going to talk about Christmas Carol through the years because the Christmas Carol movie has been done many times. Have you seen the 1938 version with Reginald Owen? You know, I think I have. Um, yeah. I've seen, I've seen several versions of it. 
Uh, I know I've seen some very old ones, so I think mm-hmm. I've seen that one. Um, there's some really good ones out there. There's some okay ones. Yeah, but you that's know. the one with the um, the the ghosts are pretty. It's old, but they did a pretty good job for 1938 for the mm-hmm. ghosts. But um, so then you move on to like shop around the corner. Don't know that one. Okay, uh, obviously it was um, the. The idea behind Shop Around Corner was then redone into You Got Mail. Okay. Um, so that's kind of where that, but it was actually, it was a Christmas movie. But, and then of course the next one is Susan's favorite, uh, one of her favorites, 1946, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh yes. That's one of our favorites too. We watched it every year. Good. Yep. Yeah. We, we do too. Um, and then Holiday Inn. Now this is interesting. We're, we're going to get into, uh, we're all, all three of us are going to talk a little bit about controversial is this a holiday is this a holiday movie or not um this one or a christmas movie i should say is this a mm-hmm. christmas movie or not holiday inn is really about many holidays the movie is really kind of covers holidays throughout the year it kind of wraps up with christmas so is yeah. that is this a christmas movie well i suppose it's up for debate it does include some Christmas elements to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things, but is it, uh, like you said, is it primarily focused on Christmas or is it more about the holiday in itself? You know, that's okay. We're throwing it in. You can, you could be liberal with your definition of what's yeah. a Christmas movie. It's time to relax and have fun with family and watch movies. Absolutely. Especially if you're snowed in. <laughs> so we went with the liberal version of it because there's a lot of movies on this list that trust me, um, if you want to go purist, we, we wouldn't have this list would not be this long. So, right. Um, yeah. We'll take the movie White Christmas. Right. I mean, technically, 1954. It's a Christmas movie, but it's mm-hmm. also a vehicle to for their ability to sing and dance. Yes. It's also a chance to show a romantic comedy, and then also mm-hmm. the the heartfelt mm-hmm. way of supporting the general, right. and so. Right. Um, yes, there's a Christmas tree, there's Christmas songs and all that, but it's not a Christmas story as far as like telling the birth of Christ. Right, right. Yes, true, true. And, you know, it's very hard to find a movie nowadays that celebrates their song and dance, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that was a good, yeah, and so that's one of Susan's favorite is, is White Christmas. I enjoy that one, that one too, yeah. Um, the Lion in Winter. Yeah, that's another one I've not seen. Peter O'Toole and Catherine Hepburn. It sounds like a movie I should have seen. You should have seen, right. <laughs> but. 1968. Uh, and that kind of ends the traditional section. So that's okay. Um, then I put a section together called Animation and Muppets because I didn't know what to do with the Muppets. I didn't want to put them under comedy. So I left them separate. So we'll start with Animation or Claymation is also in this category. So ironically, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer 1964 is the oldest on my list. So... Are you a fan of the claymation Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? You know, they were certainly a staple when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I can remember watching them every year because, of course, back then, because I'm so old, you had to <laughs> wait until they came on TV exactly. and schedule yeah. a time to be home. Oh, we can't go out Thursday night. Right. You know, Frosty the Snowman's going to be on. Come on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and there were and and then we only had gap. three. We only had three channels, right? Yeah, we had right, uh, exactly. ABC, CBS, and NBC, and the PBS channel. So that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Your son says Rankin and Bass. That's the that's it. Animation yeah. company that did some I've great stuff em. back then. 
Yes. Um, I think we have that same DVD over yeah. there. has got the whole series right here of the yeah. Rankin and Bass, Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and Santa Claus is Coming to Town. And oh, yeah. Oh, and Little Drummer Boy, too. Oh, and there's The Year Without a Santa Claus and all these different – there's so many great ones. And like I said, I grew up watching all of those, loving all of them. There was a time when I got a little older that I was, you know, too cool for school and didn't want to watch those kid movies anymore. And as often happens, the clock ticked forward, the pendulum swings the other way, and I have kids of my own, and we watched them all again. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, so they're now, now that I'm a you know, dad, now my kids are, they're at the stage where they're kind of too cool for, but they still watch them with us. We still make family time to watch those movies. Well, that's awesome. And it's nostalgic. Yes. It is. And there's, yeah. So, you know, like you said, we, we grew up with them, so we kind of pe- pass them on. And then our kids uh, love them because... They grew up with them, so yeah. like you said. Um, so um, the other one is How the Grinch Stole Christmas was in the middle of that, 1966. Here's mm. the – we got a whole – so oh, that's this go. is the animated version. Yes. Um, which still to this day love, love, love it. Um, so you all were fans of the How the Grinch Stole Christmas? That's my favorite version of, the, of it right there, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, to me, it's, it's so wonderful because it – is another one of those Christmas stories, sort of like a Christmas carol, mm-hmm. where you see somebody who doesn't understand the true meaning of Christmas, yep. and then they begin to understand it, and it transforms yeah. their lives. Yeah, yeah. Such a yeah. And comments in the chat mentions Boris Karloff as the the voice. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's just so classic. Recently, my my wife was watching a Christmas music special on TV, and she said, and somebody sang "You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch," and she said, I just it didn't sound right to me until I realized he just sounded too nice. He was a tenor and he sounded happy and upbeat. <laughs> You've got to have that deep Boris Karloff meanness Dude. in your voice to sing that well. Uh, and for, for all you youngins out there, Boris Karloff to me was the most famous or was, was famous and was the most iconic for Frankenstein. Oh yes. He played Frankenstein. So. And our son that's in the chat room has the Grinch on his phone. He does. I think it's He plays all the soundtrack from yeah. the, the Nice. The, the movie it's it's not the ringtone from when you call, is it? No. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's but it's all he was playing playing it for us a little bit earlier. So all right, so then we've got some others um that came out. Um uh Mickey's Christmas Carol, uh Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, I think the Christmas Carol in general is probably one of the most remade Christmas movies ever. And, you know, I think actually that the Muppet version is one of the most pure versions of it. It's a really well done version. Actually, I think I do, too. I like the Muppet Christmas Carol version. Um, I'm not sure about. And again, this is preference. Um, I don't know if Mickey's Christmas Carol is one that we've. I think I've seen it once. I, have, but I don't think I've seen Muppet it. Christmas yeah. Carol is really good. I'm not as familiar with Mickey's. I've seen it, but I'm not as familiar yeah. with it either. Your son yeah. mentioned Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol in the chat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Oh, Magoo's. No, yes. Max, excuse me. Not. I didn't see who wrote that. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. my favorite version of a Christmas Carol is definitely not animated. It's uh, Patrick Stewart's Patrick version. Stewart. Oh, he's very good too. Yes, that one's is good. This and one. This one falls in a- the. Made for TV, actually. Yeah, yeah. and it yeah. might be a little scary. the The last ghost or whatever might be a little mm-hmm. scary where he where they open up the grave and he falls in and sees himself. That might be a little scary for little for kids. kids. Yeah. yeah. So you might want to go with Muppets for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a good version of it, though. Um, so then, the last couple in the animated category are the Polar Express and Arthur Christmas. Now, 
The Polar Express around our household um, is seen as a horror movie, right? It's a Christmas nightmare. <laughs> it's a Christmas yeah, nightmare. I'm not a big fan of it either. Um, I mean, unless you are, you're saying you're a fan of the horror movie. You're right. No. right. No, we're not. Yeah. But yeah. We, we watched it when my kids were little because uh, that was their age group. And uh, I don't know. It's just it doesn't grab me. I, I it's it's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Santa's a little freaky. Uh, yeah, very much. Arthur Christmas. I'm not real familiar with, yeah. but another you know. The yeah, Arthur, I'm not either. Yeah. My kids did watch Arthur when they're little, and they probably saw that, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not familiar with it that much. Next section is modern, and this kind of falls into I grab movies that are modern, and I started with. Uh, one that's called Santa Claus the Movie. It was 1985. I don't know if do you remember that movie at all. It's called I, Santa Claus the Movie. I do remember it, but I don't remember much about it. Okay. Me either. I didn't see it. Yeah. And this next one, again, is sort of falls in this controversial, is it a Christmas movie? Is it not? So many people, <laughs> what's funny is, is people mention this movie as this is the movie, this is the movie they watch at Christmas, and it's Die Hard. It's come up in the chat room a couple times already tonight. Okay. And yeah, I, I don't, I've seen it. It's been a long time since I've seen it. And I certainly don't associate it with Christmas. Right. But maybe I should go back and revisit it. I, I know. know. <laughs> I, I, it was a, I mean, it was a good movie, but again, like you said, I don't, I don't, when it, when I think of Christmas movies, this one doesn't come to mind. And so no. somebody mentioned this one recently and I was like, well, it does have, Christmas in it, um, or Christmas is a, it's around Christmas time. So, okay. I mean, I'm, again, uh, I'm, you know, uh, we're, we're going to go with the, the liberal version of what yeah. is a Christmas movie. On a similar theme, people have mentioned Gremlins, and that also yeah. has some Christmas to it, but I don't consider it a Christmas movie either. Right. Um, Christmas will come up under comedy here in a moment, but uh, other moderns were Prancer. I never saw it. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw it either. I remember. When it came out, I remember the previews and stuff for it. About the the Prancer, the one of the reindeer. Yeah. Uh, This one I threw in just because I found it on a list. Again, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah, I remember there being some Christmas in that movie. Right. That's one of those movies that I remember when it came out, we went and saw it, and we were really fond of it. Mm -hmm. And many years went by, and we went back and tried to watch it and thought, this isn't nearly as good as I thought it was. <laughs> the first time, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true with a lot of movies. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, was that? Yeah, why did I like this? <laughs> yeah, it's like TV shows, uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, going back and watching them on, you know, uh, one of the channels that shows all the classic TV. But um, next one, Sleepless in Seattle. Um, Susan didn't really, We well, I wouldn't say didn't want me to, but she was like, she didn't really con- see that as a Christmas movie. And I, I, I kind of thought of it, there's a lot of in Slippers in Seattle that is around Christmas. You know, she's driving. They're talking about gifts. She's yeah. singing the, you know, about horses and there's and he calls into the radio station on Christmas Eve. Um, okay. So. Well, it's set in, around Christmas it time, but it's more like some of these other movies. They're there. It's a rom com. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's got drama in it. And it finishes but, on Valentine, so it's not really right. Per se. It's more okay. of a yeah. A beginning there and then progressing through yeah. the holidays. Uh, Home for the Holidays, 1995. I'm not familiar with that one. Yeah. Uh, I looked it up. It's It looks interesting. It was a, another uh, romantic comedy kind of movie. Uh, the Family Man, which came out in 2000. No. 
Uh, Serendipity is one that some people have mentioned. Uh, 2001, that one came out. And um, I haven't seen it. It looks like it would be good. Um, but again, it's another one set in the Christmas time. And then tonight, uh, Sarah Murphy from uh, Ireland mentioned this movie as her favorite uh, traditional, traditional for her. Uh, we got to see this every Christmas kind of thing, and it's Love Actually. I've hmm. never seen it. You no, be, I think you'd be a fan of a fan of that one because it looks like it's uh, your alley. Oh, okay. So uh, other modern ones that I threw in was The Family Stone, two thousand five. No, don't know that one. Uh, I threw this one in because it's again in that. Uh, die Hard type thing, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, two thousand five with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, that's another one. I've, I don't even think I've heard of that one. <laughs> another, another one, another one set in that time frame, and then uh-huh. there's one called The Holiday, came in two thousand six, and also in two thousand six was one called The Nativity Story, which is kind of circles back around to a Christmas movie because it's a the Nativity Story. I mean, it's. Not only to set, it's that's the you know it is a Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we saw the Nativity. Oh, we haven't seen that one yet. I did see the Holiday. Did it, you? It has uh, Cameron Diaz. In oh, it. okay. And um, it basically she wants to switch places. She doesn't want to be where she's supposed to be. Oh, okay. You know, and she switches homes with with um, is it Kate Winslet? Okay. And so they switch houses for the holiday and then you know mm-hmm. chaos chaos ensues yeah okay <laughs> now we're up to the comedies i threw in trading places 1983 several in 83 it's um funny. trading places yeah and it is it, it, again it's loosely around christmas um so i guess it's we'll call it a christmas movie you know definition it's interesting. Um, I didn't realize this that this movie came out the same time as Trading Places. I didn't realize this, and that is a Christmas story. Oh, there you Yay, go. Shoot your eye out, kid. You shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> I thought that was a much older movie, but 1983. I, I did too. Yeah, when it when it I remember people talking about it, and uh, I thought, wow, it must have come out a long time ago, and then found out it was far more recent than I thought it was. Now, uh, I think it's Christmas Eve. They will show this thing for 24 straight hours down here. Do they? Do yeah. you get, you get I, I think there's a marathon of it up here too, yeah, somewhere. Okay. So if you miss part of it, you catch another part. But I always yeah. catch it during the year, because during this time, uh, because it's just, it just hilarious. Yeah, it's there's so many classic lines and classic scenes in it. Uh, I think they've, they've even purchased the house that it was filmed in and, and set it up as a museum. You can go visit yep. the house there. And there, the leg lamp is in the, uh, in, in the window. And as it look, should be. <laughs> and, and Jim has, what, what is it that you have there? Do you have? The yeah, it's, the, it is. It's, it's a major award. Where We can't see it for some reason. Where is it? Hmm. It's on my lower third on the right there. If it, oh, there it is. Oh, wait, yeah. no, I've got your mustachio as the lower third. Oh, that's okay. That's on the, that's on the other side. Oh, is it? I didn't. I don't have it large enough. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get my screen bigger. There it is. The leg lamp. Yep. I had the screen smaller. Oh yeah. There, oh, there it is. you go. <laughs> that's a leg lamp. Nice. What that's a crazy sad. part of the movie. I mean, there's so many crazy parts to that thing, but him and his his, his obsession with the leg lamp. I just thought it was, it's, it's something awesome. else. Yeah. It is. 
Double dog dare you. I triple dog dare oh, you. Oh, he had breached protocol. Yes. <laughs> Such and Scott Farkas with his yellow <laughs> eyes. That's right. Well, and Ravensclaw was saying in Cleveland is where that museum is. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, but a friend of mine went uh, to the uh, the the houses. I think is in in is in in Indiana. Oh, okay. So, well, she just anyway, mentioned Cleveland. A friend of mine. Anyway, what a, a great. Uh, Great thing. So, all right, uh, down to Gremlins, which is always mentioned. People yeah. mention it as a set in that Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Scrooged. I'm not a. I was never. Is that a, the? Is that the Bill Murray one? Yeah. Okay. I've never seen it. 1988. So amazing that it's been that long ago. But yeah, I I remember. Um, I remember it being better than I expected it to be. Okay. I don't know that it's the best movie I've ever seen, but I remember watching it going in really suspicious and actually go, oh, that wasn't too bad. Right. So you went in with low expectations and yes. came out satisfied. Yeah. Good. Uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. It's also 1988. That's one of our favorite. 88 <laughs> is the year that uh, we got married. And, right. Uh, I, I remember going out to see that, and we have we still have lines from that that we, we quote and quote. stuff. That's yeah, it's got, it's a, it's a fun one. We did. We got quote. Uh, we got married go. in 88. Yeah. It was a good year. It was a good year. Very good year. Yeah. The next year was National yeah. Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, know what I mean, Vern? Oh, right. yes. Yep, yes. Right. Yes, the Griswold uh, family Christmas tree. Yeah. Yes. Him getting those lights set up is just priceless. It is funny. And his, and his cousin, Eddie, that shows up in yes, the motorhome. Yes, shows up. Uh, continue yeah. the, the vacation. Theme. Anything I can do for you, Eddie? We fill your eggnog, take you out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> leave you for dead. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome yeah um, that's a good one uh home alone came out the next year in 1990 home yeah, alone brought up a lot in the chat rooms that and all of its sequels yes although the Not original good. i've yes. seen the second one the original is the much best. better yes yes and, it is you know macaulay culkin was just a better actor than than the second one that they mm-hmm. had and well yeah. no he the he was in the second, but the third one, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the first one is still better than the second one, and there's just something funny about slapstick. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know why we laugh at the, but it's but it's funny. Uh, and you know it's coming, and you laugh at it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> animal. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, the next one is the Santa Claus, 1994. Uh-huh. This is the one with Tim Allen. There's, there've been three of those, right? Three of those, but again, mm-hmm. I think the first one is the best of the bunch. Yes, uh, although we watch all of them you? on a fair, you know, and uh, I like all of them. The second I think one's the first good. Was, yeah, I kind of like the third one. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that I've seen it. I need to go back and watch the third. The second one's kind of neat because he gets that love interest. Uh, you know, he gets the Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and maybe that's one thing enough. Is, yeah, the third, it, is the third one more with uh, Martin Short more yeah, than, as a villain? It is. Yeah, then yeah. it's the second one that I'm more fond of. Second so. one, me too. And yeah. his son's a little bit older. I think the story is good. Yeah. You know, uh, his son is older and uh, has to deal with, you know, being a teenager and not really appreciating or liking Christmas. Yeah, so. yeah I, I like the third one some. Martin Short is good in it. He plays uh, Jack Frost, I think. And yes. I love when the teenage girl says, chill, dude. He says, I invented chill. <laughs> <laughs> I love Martin Short. And I wish he'd come back and do more movies, but yeah, yeah. I love Martin Short's a great actor. Um, next one is While You Were Sleeping, 1995, one of Susan's favorite. Uh, I've seen it. I know it's a rom com. I don't really didn't really think of it as Christmas time, but yeah, it is because um, he um, 
it really is kind of set around Christmas because uh, he um, gets uh, gets falls on the train tracks on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. Okay, and so they can't they end up not being able to celebrate Christmas until later, and so she kind of gets pulled into the family. Yeah, she has never, she feels alone because her father has passed away and Mm -hmm. she doesn't have any family. And for a week there, she gets to be part of a family, his family. And so it really does center around the way they celebrate Christmas and their their family togetherness and how she ends up getting to be a part of that family. She does with Bill Paxton. Right. Yeah. Um, And then... Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Yeah, yeah I see yes. you're right. Bill Pullman. Yeah, it was on. It was on TV in the living room the other day when I came in. My wife was just watching that this week. We we, we like watching. It. It's a good one to sit down and just sort of have on and watch. It's really really like it. Now this is interesting. Next one is uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas 2000 with Jim Carrey. I think it was 2000. Oh yeah, I'm looking at that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So. Interesting. Like you mentioned earlier, the animated version, I think, is better. Did you like this one? You know, I don't know that I've ever seen this one all the way through. Okay. I've seen pieces of it, and yeah. I, I remember that makeup and special effects being tremendous. Yes. Um, but I don't think I've seen the entire movie. Interesting. It's very much a Jim Carrey vehicle. Yeah. Um, I like the animated much better. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I yeah. like it. I'm, I don't think I would sit down. Like, if it pops on, I don't necessarily watch it. Um but I remember seeing it in the theater, and mm-hmm. uh, it was okay. I, I thought the the idea was interesting. Again, uh, I I enjoyed Jim Carrey, so I, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Next one is Elf, which we have a copy of right here. Obviously, a, a fan of of the movie Elf. You know that is a supremely popular movie, and everybody raves about it every year. And I've never seen it. You've and got every, to watch this every year. Somebody tells me that you've got to watch it. You got to watch say, this. And, you know, I, I, for one, I just, I can't stand Will Ferrell. Um, well, but everybody says, well, this one's different. You'll, you'll like this one. This one's different. It's different. You'll like it. I saw and, it for the first time last Christmas. Okay. And we had to go buy it. That's how funny it is. It's, I it's actually a, downloaded it on iTunes one time. I got a free, it was uh, like free one weekend. And I still have, I, and I haven't actively avoided it. I've right. just never got around to watching it. Here's it's th- funny, though. You should watch it Here's if you like funny movies. Here's the thing with Elf. Here's the thing about Elf, Jim, that I think you and I, were, we're, we're on the same wavelength about Elf. And that is, it's slow starting. And I like to, I like to see the, uh, I, the, the movie doesn't have to have, movies I like don't have to have, they don't have to be fast paced. But I want you to get into what I'm going to be involved in. Sure quicker i want to be i want to be engaged faster and this movie has a little hard time for me getting through the very beginning but once he's on his on his way to new york that's when i think uh the movie just picks up and him eating pancakes you gotta watch it just for him watching eating pancakes so that's a good one maybe this year will be the year that i finally see catch part of it it's got a it's a great story too by by the end um it's uh it's neat how it the story kind of comes together with him and and so yeah, try to try to catch that one. Okay. Um, some other movies that come up uh, in the comedy genre are Bad Santa, came out also in two thousand three. Yeah, I have no desire to see that. No, <laughs> they just did a Bad Santa two that just came out. I heard Bad yeah. Santa, the first one was was good, but um, uh, I don't think I don't know if Bad Santa two just came out, so we don't know. We didn't include any really of this year's. 
Um, Fred Claus is with um, um, Vince Vaughn. Hmm. Haven't seen it. It sounds vaguely familiar. I've not seen it. Haven't seen it. Next one is one I actually like. Um, And my... uh, my son, who's probably still in the if he's still in the chat room, he he's not a fan of this movie. I like it because it's entertaining. There's not much to it, but it's called Four Christmases. I don't know if you've seen this one. I've not. It's with Vince Vaughn also. Uh, Reese Witherspoon. It's funny. He has to end up going because normally they go off uh, for the holidays and they make up some story that they're going to help children in Africa, and so their their family buys it up until this year when they're. But what they do is they always just go off for holiday in like Bermuda. Oh. Bermuda. So uh-huh. this year, though, they get caught uh, at the airport because they can't get out of San Francisco. And, of course, they're wearing all their, uh, you know, uh, Hawaii attire and sure. they get caught. So they end up having to go to four Christmases, one for each um, father, mother that are now separated and his father, mother, who are also separated. So it ends up going to four different Christmases. And um, hilarity ensues. So. That sounds like fun. Uh, in the chat, Christy Lunford says she loves that movie. Completely describes a lot of mine and Jesse's Christmases since we were married. <laughs> so. Awesome. <laughs> Christy and I are on the same wavelength because I, I, I think I love it. I, I laugh at that movie all the time. There's I think I'm going to add that to this year's list. Yeah. I, 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 there's a lot of hysterical parts to that movie. Uh, next is, and there's Chris. She's coming on right now, too, because she's going to be on here in a minute. There you go. Um, so you're a fan of that one, Christy? Love that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. Um, yeah that that is a uh, that is a great one. Well, um, two more and more. Okay, we're gonna get to those. Uh, Christmas Carol, 2009. Jim Carrey was made. Yeah, uh, and another one to throw in there is Christmas with the Cranks with Tim Allen. Yeah, that which one which was not too long ago. That's a good one. Yeah. I need to. I'll add that to the list for people. Uh, made for TV. Um, there's a couple different ones we're not going to talk about a lot, but, um, Susan wants to go back to a couple of hers, but Nutcracker, 1977. I love that. I love the Baryshnikov. It's a good version. Mikhail Baryshnikov, uh, is in that one. Okay. Um, my, uh, my sons were in a Nutcracker version. I did not, uh, embarrass them by putting video up on, uh, for the show, but they were, uh, they were a couple of the, uh, party boys uh for that and so um they were in that one and then uh, a couple other versions christmas carol george c scott we mentioned patrick stewart um a christmas tale 2008 another one that was made for tv and then i don't know it by name uh i'll mention the horror ones i'm not a fan but i have to mention them for ravenclaw tia she uh, mentioned them a black christmas was 1974 okay um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. I love some of the names of the, some of these. Silent Night, Deadly Night, 1984. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, which is animated, but it was also, I guess, kind of tend, tends to be, I guess, qualifies, I guess, as a horror. Maybe not. 1993. Uh, Rare, Ex- Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale, 2010. And then uh, a couple of years ago was Krampus, hmm. 2015. I, th- I, I think that's funny, the, the premise I'm not a big, I don't like horror movies, but the, the premise behind it is kind of, I, I think it's kind of funny is look up the, uh, it makes itself perfect for a horror movie is the traditional, uh, the tradition of, of Krampus. So, uh, if you ever get a chance, uh, look at those, uh, look up, look up Krampus just for the, for yeah. the holiday tradition of Krampus and just read I, it 
and you're yeah, like, I was not not familiar with Krampus until last year. There's right. actually a geocaching event here locally. It was this afternoon. It was a Krampus Day event. Oh, okay. Um, and so I just learned about Krampus. I've not seen any of those horror movies. I'm with you, not a horror fan, but Krampus could be fun. Well, it just the the if you read it on Wikipedia or something, you're like, that is a perfect horror movie <laughs> to have. Is 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 Krampus? Uh, so anyway, so Susan, tell me about the oh yes. Well, one of my favorite movies is called The Bishop's Wife, and um, it stars Loretta Young and Cary Grant. And um, there's been a more modern remake called The Preacher's Wife with Whitney Houston and Denzel Uh Washington, but Mm. that does not compare to the original. It's good. Cary Grant is such a good actor, and Loretta Young is so touching in this movie and it is such a good story about what is truly important at christmas time yeah if you haven't seen it he is an angel that comes down to kind of fix uh her and uh she's married to uh a david pre- niven to david, david niven. niven and they're having issues and he's um struggling with getting a church built yes a cathedral, a built. cathedral yes. built, and um, their relationships are on the rocks. And he comes in; he kind of is the love interest briefly, which causes tension, which works out perfectly in the end with her and uh, with David Niven. And then finally, the last movie we'll talk about tonight, one of Susan's all-time ah, favorites, yes. it, Harley Brown Christmas. It's so good. It basically talks about what we all deal with what's more important at christmas commercialism or the christmas story what it's truly all about and linus explains it perfectly he does he gets up in the the theater how often on network television do you get the gospel of luke read out loud (laughs) how awesome is that not often not often enough (laughs) this is um this is just a wonderful just it is packed full from from beginning to end, it is awesome. Snoopy is awesome. Uh, a yeah. Christmas tree from Christmas tree. I mean, everybody calls Christmas trees. Oh, that's a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Uh-huh. If it's one of those little ones. Shooter playing Jingle Bells, and at the end, he's just tapping out. Doot, 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 and then yeah. Lucy's like, "That's it. That's it. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect." <laughs> so there you go. There is a sorry for the whirlwind whirlwind version because we had some difficulties earlier. Uh, with the podcast, but um, there it is. There's uh, obviously we didn't catch all the movies. We caught quite a few, and yeah. um, so Jim, I appreciate that and um, being on, and Susan, I appreciate you hanging there, and Jim for hanging in there uh, through our problems. And uh, it was fun actually listening to you <laughs> during it, kind of vamp as try I to say. fill, try to fill. You were filling. You were doing great, Phil. Um, most people won't get to hear it because I did kill the audio and restart <laughs> it. It might be on the end of the other podcast, so be. that'll be fun for people to go back and, and catch the very end of that one. But we had audio difficulties where I could hear Jim, uh, see him. He could not hear me. And so we finally just had to start a brand new one. So yeah. I appreciate the people that did jump back on. But all right. Uh, well, thank you again. Uh, we hope you enjoyed hour number seven tonight. Uh, email me your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Everybody follow me. Play a little game of hide and seek. Gonna find a cash today. When we do, you know we'll say, found it.